Instead of being like every other business out there in your industry, if you want to stand out and be that obvious choice, then you need to listen to this episode. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation, and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills, and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Welcome to episode number 14. And as always, I've got a very special guest for you. Well, I would obviously not bring someone that's rubbish and doesn't have anything valuable to say, would I? Well, today you can get the joys and the value from tuning into the conversation that I had with the wonderful Lucy Griffin-Stiff. Lucy is a communications expert for business owners and entrepreneurs, and she's a founder of Starting Conversations. And she's all about taking your business from just being another to instead being that obvious choice through your brand positioning, your offer, your difference and your message. So we dive into lots of great conversations around, well, how do you become that obvious choice? And why is it that even though business owners can be really great at what they do, they can in fact be rubbish about talking about it. So we'll help you today through this conversation to basically sit up and as Lucy talks about, focus on your brand before logo. So enjoy tuning in and you can find all the show notes and the resource links that we talk about over at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 14. So welcome Lucy to the podcast. Thank you for, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I knew you were an obvious choice to be on this podcast from the conversations that we've had so far. Um, And I know you're very gracious to spend some time with some of my clients to help them with a masterclass. And I just remember all the way through that masterclass thinking, Lucy needs to share this in a a wider way on the podcast as well. So it's a pleasure to have you here. Brilliant. Thank you so much. So obviously, I know a bit about you and your journey, but if you can tell the listeners and just take us on a whistle-stop tour, share your story about what got you to be doing what you're doing now. I'm a brand and communication strategist, but that doesn't always mean a lot to everybody. Um, And at the minute, I help business owners and entrepreneurs become the obvious choice for their ideal clients, and that's through their brand positioning, their offer, their difference in their message. And I didn't always start doing that, but I have worked in communications for 20 odd years, which is aging me slightly. <laughs> yeah. So I started like a lot of people, I think in your group and, and your listeners, you know, I started out in corporate as you did, um, working in corporate communications and engagement and basically helping sort of some really big businesses and brands, uh, communicate clearly and, you know, engage their audiences. But as happens to a lot of us, we have children. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, I was, you know, I was commuting into London. That's where a lot of these sort of big, big jobs are, um, doing sort of big consultancy communication contracts. And it was two and a half hours each way where I was living at the time, commuting into Canary Wharf when I was pregnant with my daughter. And doing that when I was pregnant was hard enough. But <laughs> I kind of thought, you know, when your baby's still inside, you don't really realise the impact they're going to have when they actually get out. <laughs> So I thought that I could, I might have gone back to that, but gosh, after I'd had her, I was like, there's no way I could go back to doing um, that kind of commute. So um, 
So I thought, well, I'm just going to have to, I'm going to have to come up with something else. I'll just have to create my own business around what I know I'm good at. But interestingly, before I did that, on, when I was on maternity leave, I ended up setting up a blog and I'd called it bottleforto.com because I was, I was feeding her bottles and needed a bit of uh, wine for myself to get me through, <laughs> get me through the parenting that was a bit of a shock to my system. And, uh, and I was finding it a bit lonely. And so I kind of got into, got into blogging and met a really lovely online community of parenting and lifestyle bloggers. And that kind of taught me, do you know what? I can build my own website. I can write my own blogs. I can do all this social media stuff. I can actually, I could actually run more of an online type business. So that kind of, my blogging kind of inspired me to then say, well, do you know what? I could, I could set up my own business doing what I actually know um, rather than just doing a blog for fun and realize that it, it was perfectly accessible now that we've got all this technology, which I just, you wouldn't have been able to do sort of 10, 15 years ago. Definitely. And, and when you were in the corporate world, did you have any notion about starting your business or were you corporate through and through, as I like to say? Well, I was corporate for a bit and then I set up my own limited consultancy company. So I was half and half. I still had one foot in corporate, but I was still running it as my own business, yeah. <laughs> um, which, which gave me still a little bit more freedom and flexibility. Um, but yeah, but I was still, I was still working very much in that, in the big brand corporate yeah. arena. And it was, it was sort of moving into these online circles and starting to get to know other business owners and entrepreneurs and, and really starting to move into an online space that I realized people were really struggling with messaging and, um, you know, people were out there trying to market their businesses, but they hadn't really done that pre-work that they need to do before they get out there and do that marketing. Um, and that's the pre-work that I, I kind of call brand before logo. When you think about brand, people tend to think about logo, don't they? They think about the style, they think about the colours, but they don't really think about the other stuff behind it, you know, the essence of it, the essence of your brand and, um, you know, what makes you different and why people should choose you and what's your unique selling point, what's the DNA of your brand, all of those things. What's the transformation you are going to offer people, what are the problems you're solving, all of that stuff. Um, people need to work through their values and their stories and the transformation and all of that stuff to really build a solid brand and a solid message that will really connect with people. And I often say that if you haven't got it right, it's like, it's like waving a flag in the air with nothing on it. You know, is your website like waving a flag in the air with nothing on it? Because if you haven't got the right message, it just, it just passes people by. Definitely. And I, and I see that so much. And, and it's often because people don't know what they don't know. I know from my own experience and for many clients and business owners over the years as well, where when we get that epiphany or that moment or whatever that is for people around, actually, I'm going to start my own business. It can be like, a right, I just need to go out there and, and make it happen. And I love action takers, and I'm sure you do too. But then it gets quite obvious where people, they're, they're spending so much time, energy, money, and they're still not making results or traction in that way. And that's why I love the fact that even when you talk about you know brand before logo, that's a part that I see often people miss out as well. So really excited to dive into that with you today and see how is it that we as small business owners and entrepreneurs can be getting in our own way at times as well. So from your experience, Lucy, you know, when it comes to that stage of creating your brand, where do you see people getting it wrong or getting in their own way? Uh, well, I, I think it's they just haven't perhaps spent the real time thinking about themselves, their brand, how they want to put themselves into their brand, developing that core messaging and, yeah. that, and having a clear and simple message. You know, 
it's I, I often talk about it like um, I use an analogy of hats and shoes. When you've got your own hat on and you're sitting from your own perspective, you've got your own set of knowledge and your own set of words, and you tend to just write from that. You tend to just communicate from that. Yeah. And you forget that other people don't know what you know, and they don't know what they don't know, and yeah. so. <laughs> You, you often find you're just not communicating in a clear and simple way or a way that's going to resonate with them if you'd have put yourself in their shoes. So, you know, if you try and put yourself in the customer's shoes and you try and communicate from that standpoint and you try and develop messaging that you know is going to resonate with them from, from their standpoint, it just connects with them so much better. And it's just a piece of work you need to do before you go out there and put your marketing out there. Because, you know, when your message is doing the hard work for you, your sales and marketing just feels in flow, you know, because the message is actually doing the hard work for you. But you need to just spend that time working through your brand, your messages, your stories, um, the things that are going to connect with your audience, the things that are going to make them go, oh, yeah, that's me. Oh, I resonate with that. Oh, I, I need to speak to this person. Oh, gosh, they're really speaking to me with this message. Yeah. It's getting that across. And it's also having, it's getting your values and beliefs across too, because that's another way you can really, you know, connect with people, build a community around what you do. So it's just, there's a, there's a ton of pre-work, well, yeah. a ton, you know, you can, you, we can get it done within sort of three to six weeks on, on my programs, but it's just that pre-work you need to do that sets you up for success. Because, you know, like I said, what marketing without the right message, it's, it's like waving a flag in the air with nothing on it. Absolutely. And I love the fact that you say keep it simple. And again, I could put my hands up here, you know, thinking about even my journey so far. And obviously, I very much specialized in the world of neuro-linguistic programming, NLP. But even that word NLP, it's very jargony. The whole world of NLP can be quite jargon-filled and quite complex in a way. But simply, you know, it's about how we think, how we feel and how we act and how we can actually make the changes to create those transformations that we're looking for. But I remember, again, in the early days when I was promoting the NLP practitioner courses, I cringe now when I look at some of those marketing messages out there because it was filled with jargon. It was filled with, you know, as if I was actually writing to other NLP trainers to kind yeah. of think, oh, I know what I'm talking about, rather than actually someone that doesn't know NLP that hasn't kind of been on that experience. And I see that so often in terms of no matter what we do, we can get very blinkered as you say, you know, you've got your own hat on. So things that we take for granted or what's really simple to us can be really complicated to, to others. So it is about just going, well, what does it actually mean? And how do we keep it as plain and simple as possible, I think? That's right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's actually quite difficult to keep things simple. When you're in your business and you're so close to it, it's a process you have to go through to take a step back and go, actually, you know, is this simple enough? Is this clear enough? Can people get what I do really quickly? Is there... Is there a core message that I've got that just explains really simply in you know, a few sentences, this is what I do, this is who it's for, you know, this is the difference it's going to make to you. It's, it's just trying to sort of boil it all down. Um, because when I work with people, you, you, we start off where we have kind of, I've got quite a lot of content. And uh, because we're really working through, it's getting the clarity, really, that we, we start off with getting the clarity and understanding the heart and soul of the brand and then really start to get to understand the people. Um, and then we start to understand, you know, what you do, how you do it. And then so what? And keep asking the so what questions so you can actually get to the nub of the why should people care? Um, you know, what you do and why should people care about it? So we work through a lot of that stuff to get the clarity. But then the effort is in just, you know, really boiling it down into the really key segments. And getting that really clear and simple, because I know we said on in the masterclass 
that we were doing. You know, if you're confusing your customers, you're losing your customers. That's that's the key. You've got to be. It's got to be clear and simple, and it's got to speak to those those people, their problems, their pains, their desires, um, whatever it is, depending on what your business does. It's it's just getting those key messages essentially. And I love the fact that you know, as you say there, you know, it's so simple. Even if you're confusing your customers, you're losing your customers, and that is so important to recognise and actually be honest with yourself to think about. You know, if you're listening here and you're thinking actually your customers or your prospective customers actually are walking away more confused about what you might be able to offer, then that might be that little bit of a kick up the the backside for you to think about. Well, actually, you know, do you have that clarity in your brand as well? Because For me, and again, from my experience of coaching and work with business owners as well, this isn't something that is just a challenge for for new business owners. People go so quickly into starting their own business and then it can be, you know, maybe a year down the line or two years down the line. And then they actually go, ah, hold on a second. Things aren't necessarily working the way I want to. And then they go back and try and figure this thing out. Is that the same from your experience? Yeah, I mean, that happens. That happens a lot. Um, you know, is, is, is people start off and they think, oh, I know what I'm going to do. And yeah. you know, I, I need, I'm going to set up a business. I'll get a logo. I'll get a website. Uh, they don't really think about what they're going to put on it, but they, you know, they do whatever they start with. And then they kind of have to work through the pain over a period of time until they think, oh, perhaps this isn't quite working and I need to revisit it. Or they decide that what they were doing, you know, they yeah. wanted to slightly pivot what they're doing or, um, you know, they started doing something, but then realized actually the desire um, was in a, in a different area and they ended up perhaps working with people doing something different to what they first expected. So then, you know, you just have to relook at your messaging yeah. and think, okay, so how am I going to, how am I going to rewrite, rewrite what I do and re-explain what I do and, and what's going to be my new offer um, and how am I going to position it and, you know, what makes me different. And it's working through that stuff again, because people, I mean, you've done it yourself, you know, people just, people evolve what they do over a period of time. And so your message needs to evolve with you. And, you know, you grow as a person too. So, um, you know, you might, you might start off by delivering, you know, one set of stuff and then think, actually, you know, I've done that now for a few years. And what I really want to do now is, is upscale it or uplevel it or, or change it a bit to focus on this. Because, you know what, this is what I really enjoy. And that's where people really get the transformation. So there, there are always times in your business where you have to re-look at how you're communicating about what you do and what it is you're actually doing um, because people can often change their offer and forget to actually change the copy <laughs> yeah I totally can resonate with that and you know again it's the same as when I'm coaching my clients so sometimes it's just a, either a fine tune that they need or it can be an overhaul I was um, sharing with you when you were kind of interviewing me for the the blog series and the case studies around you know when I started my business and actually again I, I shudder when I think about this on reflection when my brand, when I first started and left the corporate world was Ab Intra Solutions, because I thought NLP is all about creating change from within. I thought, let's choose something that's a bit different and quirky. And Ab Intra from Latin means from within. And I just remember kind of being so excited and I had the blinkers on thinking, this is my brand name. This is it. And I went like you kind of said, and I thought, went straight into that trap, got my logo sorted. And that was me going out there. But then what I started to recognize were people kept going, well, a b intra, ab intra, what does that even mean? And then it was often more about, oh, you need to speak to a man in that way. And for me, it was that kind of that realization that, okay, I'm glad that I took action because there is that, that balance point where some people could spend too much time. And I'm sure you've experienced that as well. If you're left your own devices, you could probably take 
a year or two years or keep going around that loop of, well, you know, what should my brand be? What is my messaging? But we need to have that time and effort on it. But I remember looking at going, this isn't actually working for me. But through the conversations that I was having, people were saying, well, what is it you do? And I kept using the words of, well, I help people make transformations. And I really do it really quickly and rapidly. And the more and more I heard myself saying that, I was like, well, it's all about rapid transformations. So for me, that's kind of what made me pivot. And obviously, it was quite an overhaul in terms of the brand, but the the essence was still there. It was just trying to make it as, as simpler as possible in that way as well. That's right. And, you know, I mean, a lot of the time, if you are pivoting, you know, the, the heart and soul of the brand that I, I refer to, you know, that remains the same because you're not necessarily going to be changing your values and your beliefs and all of that kind of stuff. So sort of the, the you in your personal brand is still there. It's just fine tuning those those extra bits so that people really understand what you're the go to obvious choice for. Um, and yeah, and that's what you did. And, and that's, you know, list, just listening to other people and listening to your existing clients and just doing a bit of social listening or social stalking, if you want to call it that, <laughs> you know, to people who would be your ideal customers. It's listening to the language that they use and the problems that they've got. And it's then you putting yourself, you know, in their shoes and then trying to communicate in a way that they're going to they're going to understand. For sure. And I love the fact that you keep saying it's that obvious choice because when people know what you do, when it feels obvious, like I want to work with that person. I've had so many examples, whether it's, you know, coaching or buying stuff. And I go, this sales page was written for me, (laughs) even though I know, for example, you know, from the other end of it, I'm like, they've got great copy, they've got great messaging, but it's, it's all about what happens in terms of your feelings when you read something and you go, absolutely I'm, I'm bought in and you're then kind of clicking that buy now button because it's so obvious whereas you know if it's confusing or if you think maybe it could be for me or will it will they really understand my world or my industry that's when you can find that actually the messaging's off or they might not be the best person or that thing might not be the best for what you need as well yeah and and it's it's like you said you know the emotional um, part of the brain it's you know it's so important to get the emotion into a message because it's that part of the brain that actually makes the decision yeah and then it's all the practical rational messaging that, that they, you justify a decision with so you know there's a trick in your messaging of making sure you've got the emotional message in there but also the practical benefits too yeah and you know because that's a killer combination <laughs> definitely and i love the way that you always talk about messaging and stories because once you've got your messaging right then you have an abundance of stories, I'm sure, in terms of the way that you could bring it to life through different content, through videos, blogs, or podcasts, or whatever. But without that core foundation, that's where it can be like, ah, what am I going to talk about? Or what what do people want from me as well? Yeah, I mean, it saves you so much time and energy and effort, you know, if you just actually do the pre-work, the brand before logo pre-work, because you, you'll have a whole set of um, messaging and content that you can go to. To, you know, for anything, for your social media posts, for your website, for your blogs, um, it, it, you know, you, you have a sort of a, a cheat sheet yeah. essentially in front of you that you can always go to to make sure that you're being consistent, that you are on message, that you've not sort of gone off at a tangent. Um, and going through the process, you come up with so many ideas. So when we go through a process of developing someone's messaging, because you're asking um, lots of questions around, you know, problems, pain points, transformations, benefits, desires, all of that stuff, it just is a content feeding machine. So, you know, you, ca- you need to capture all of that stuff and go, brilliant, I'll write that down. And that's, that's me sorted for the year in terms of my social media posts or my blog posts or whatever, um, because you've done the thinking. So, you know, it saves that, oh gosh, what am I going to post about today? Yeah. Oh God, what am I going to blog about next week? You know, 
people waste a lot of time and energy thinking, I've got to start again. It's, it's kind of a process of feeling like you're starting from the beginning every time. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you've done that pre-work, you're not starting from the beginning. You've, you've, you've got your standpoint, you know, and then you can just move on from there. And, and again, just telling stories around it, telling customer stories around, you know, whatever, whatever the problems you're solving are, for example, you know, you've got all that stuff written down so you can just think, okay, I'm going to tell a story about that. I'll do a case study about that. I'm going to, you know, teach people about, about this. This is something they need to know. I'll teach them about that. There's so much stuff you can do and you've just got a, you've got like a magic cheat sheet to start you off from the right footing every time. And that's where I love how you keep it simple as well. And you've got the the formula that you you shared with me in the masterclass about, you know, creating that authentic brand message. And I'm sure that's a big part of how you help your clients go through. Um, mm-hmm. And you've alluded to it already on the call. What I'd love to do if we can is even looking at the elements of that formula and just thinking about and having a conversation around where do you see people effectively tripping themselves up or getting in their way on each of those elements as well? Yeah, fine. Yeah. Again, I remember from Create Me, it's your formula, but it was heart plus soul. Yep. And then people. Yep. Plus how, so what, and what? Is that right? right? Plus your special sauce. And when you combine those together, that's where you get your message. Exactly. You're a very good student. <laughs> well remembered. It was impactful in my mind. So if we could dive into heart and soul, what, what do you mean by that? So heart and soul, it's the heart and soul of your brand. So it's thinking about things like, um, your values and beliefs, you know, and what makes you, what, what is that within you and within your brand? Because most of the time I'm working with people who put themselves into their brand, you know, yeah. I work with solopreneurs and business owners who pretty much do, do all the work in their business. So it's, it's things like getting at what you stand for and believe in, because that helps people relate to you. It helps build the know, like, and trust and love factor. So it's getting that stuff out. And it also, you know, it, it's the whole Marmite thing, isn't it? You know, it doesn't matter if you turn some people off with your message because they're not your ideal clients. You know, what you're trying to do is actually connect with the people you really want to be speaking to. Yeah. And the mistake that a lot of people make is they just go in too vanilla for the mint mm-hmm. chip lovers, as I say. Um, you know, they, pe- people just want to kind of market to everybody because they're scared of niching yeah. and they're scared of alienating people. So they market to everybody, which we know means you're marketing to nobody. Um, so it's, it's really trying to connect with people through them connecting with you. So it, so you would do some work in heart and soul. You do work on things like values and beliefs. Um, and also your purpose, of course, you know, why you do what you do, the purpose behind it. Um, are you creating a movement? Are you trying to bring people on a movement with you? It's things, you know, it's the reason your business exists and why people should care. It's that sort of stuff. And then it's adding in, um, your spirit and your character, you know, what drives you and, and, and the things like your tone of voice. And that helps when you work in this heart and soul part, you can kind of get to grips with, and how am I going to come across? What's my tone going to be? Um, am I going to be fun? Am I going to be serious? Am I going to be authoritative? You know, all of that stuff. And that also really helps feed into then what makes you different and your special source that we, we come to eventually, because a lot of that heart and soul stuff, well, no one else has got your heart and soul. Yeah. But there's always a big element of that that helps you with your USP, your difference or your, or your special source. So, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a deep use. You start off with a bit of a deep dive because it's really useful for people. It, it so helps with clarity. A lot of people have just got, gone around in circles and circles because there's so much content out there. You, yeah. You digest so much stuff, don't you? And you think, oh, should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Am I this? Am I that? And actually, you just got to take a step back into yourself and go, actually, no, this is me. Forget all that noise out there. This is me. This is what I'm about. This is why I do what I do. And this is why people should work with me. 
So it's, it's getting that stuff out. I totally agree. And that's why even when I'm coaching and consulting and mentioning my clients is, you know, I know you use the word values and that's, you know, essentially, you know, what's important to you because that makes a huge difference in everything. It makes a huge difference to your business model. It makes a huge difference to your goals. And like you say, it makes a huge difference to your brand and your message in that way. And again, I see myself, you know, here, sometimes we can kind of, especially when we leave the corporate world, we can be quite conditioned in the, well, we're one of many. But when it's your own business, it's like, well, actually, you are your business. And I remember, you know, my first website, when I look back at it, I would often talk about we instead of actually I. Yeah. <laughs> and part of that was like, a, oh, I want to be, you know, seen as being a bigger company than I really was at that time. And I want to be talking to, you know, the, the big corporate clients about courses. But when I actually realized it, the people that I would love working with or the people that would come on to my workshops, they were human beings. They were those people that I would actually have really good connections with who would then be saying to other people, you need to go on a Span's workshop or you need to get coaching from a Span. And that's where for me, it kind of made me realize, well, actually, I could just be me and put my heart and soul into my brand. And that makes it so much easier as well. Yeah, absolutely. And it's what people connect with. And it's a lot of people have heard about, you know, the no like trust. Yeah. And, and I, I like to add love in there because I'm all about love. <laughs> but it, it really makes that difference. You've got to put yourself into your brand in, in that regard, I think, particularly when you're a small business owner. Because otherwise you're just, well, you're, you're, not, you're not anything, are you? Yeah. You're just a we, just like a, you know, a vacuum of content that's not really got any heart, soul or personality. It's, it, it's just too blah, isn't it? Definitely. And it also then allows you to then, you know, stand out in that, which is the whole essence of having your brand. But especially in a marketplace, you know, there's many people that do what I do. There's many people that do what you do, Lucy, as well. And that exists in all kind of industries and marketplace. But if you then get to go, well, even if it's the same service or product that another person might have, it's actually your take on it, your heart and soul that makes a huge, huge difference. Um, and that's why we're banging on about this particularly. <laughs> I know, and I, because I do this all the time, sometimes I feel like I'm banging on about it a bit yeah. too much. But you know what? Not everybody's heard it, have they? And it's it's, it's me checking myself as well with my hat on going. I, I often just think, God, am I repeating myself here saying this? But actually, as a communications person, I know you've got to repeat, repeat, repeat yourself in order for the message to get through. So <laughs> Definitely. And this is where, you know, I, I work with a range of different people, but one industry that really stands out for me is... Um, network marketing businesses and this is where you know i sometimes see people they go right they start their business and then their messages and all the way that they talk can be very very similar to everybody else's and it just doesn't come across and as that well is that really what you think or is that just because of your upline or what your company can i say but where people really hit it out of the park is when they start to go okay, what is my brand? What's my take on it? And they're not trying to appeal to everybody. And they're not always just, you know, promoting that product or that service. People buy more into them. And then you're more interested to look at, well, what is it that you are effectively selling? Or what is the opportunity that you have? But So I'm just using that as one example, but applies in every single industry, especially when you are that person behind the brand, or you're the person that will make the difference. We definitely need to spend that, that quality time on that, that heart and soul. That's right. And, you know, and it's so important, as you said, you know, for people with a corporate background who've never really had to do that, you know, you've always essentially been able to, for want of a better word, hide behind, yeah. you know, the, the brand that you work for and, you know, the values of that business. And, you know, you, when you're working in a big business, 
it, they communicate their values within that business and they are hoping that all the people that are working there are going to be living by those values and all doing the same so that, that their brand, so the brand experience and the customer experience is how they want it to be. And um, so the beauty of doing it when, you know, when it's your own business is it's that ultimate freedom to go, oh my God, this is me now. This is me. And I just need to take a look back and go, okay, so what do I stand for and believe in? What do I care about? What's the purpose of my business? You know, what makes me different? What's, I can be my own character now. I can communicate how yeah. I like, you know, conversationally. I don't have to have a stick up my bum. Um, you know, I can just, I can just, you know, write how I speak and yeah. just have conversations with people. And it's so refreshing, but it's actually a bit scary. I think you'll, you'd probably find that with some of your clients, you know, they, it's coming out of that comfort zone to go, it's okay, you know, just look into yourself, get that clarity on what you're all about. And once you've got that clarity, then you've got the confidence to do it. Absolutely, for sure. And even what strikes me is, especially, I know we're just on the first part of your formula here, the heart and soul. So we've already talked about values, but for me, I bang on about your entrepreneurial superpower. So when you understand actually what makes you unique in the way of your personality, your talents, and that's kind of where my go-to tool of choice is Wealth Dynamics. And I know, Lucy, you've done the Wealth Dynamics profile test as well, and you're a creator profile. Um, so even from that perspective, and we'll talk about how that can dive in, but even knowing you're a creator, how has that helped you in your business and your brand, would you say? Well, you know, it was interesting when I did the Wealth Dynamics thing because I thought I'm, I'm bound to come out somewhere like creative because I am. <laughs> I'm a yeah. bit of a, I am a creative type person. I'm an ideas person. Um, so I knew I was good. I knew I was good at that. But what was interesting was to look at the bits that I wasn't so good at that yeah. I could then admit to myself, yeah, I probably do need help there. So I am absolutely always you know, coming up with great ideas, um, able to help other businesses, you know, with with theirs. But it's the, the stuff I struggle with, which is what I did was I went and got a VA shortly yeah. after I'd done that. Because I was like, it's like, it's the follow through. I'm always into, oh, I'm the next thing. This is exciting. I'm the next thing. This is exciting. Let's, let's, you know, I get so excited about wanting to bring new things into the world that I forget I've got to carry on in the background, you know, managing the other stuff behind it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, follow, following through. Um, and keeping going is, is, I think, one of the things that the creators aren't so good at because we're always just so excited by the next new thing. Definitely. So, yeah, so I got a, I got a VA and I said, look, this is what I'm like and um, this is what I need help with. <laughs> Can you make sure that, you know, we don't, lo don't lose anything along the way? Because that's the other trick with running your own business, you know, when you're doing pretty much everything yourself. You can't remember everything, no matter how many yeah. notebooks or apps or whatever it is you've got. Um, you know, you can't keep on top of all of the stuff all of the time. And so things slip. So, yeah, it's, it was good for me to, um, to get somebody in the background to help, to help keep me on track a bit more so I can do what I do best, um, which is, you know, the creative part. And then helping people with the creative part, yeah. and you know, and some of the practical stuff, which to me is, you know, it's a bit more boring. Um, you know, it doesn't excite me so much, so I find it harder to get motivated to do it. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And I love the fact that when you did the profile test, and then I obviously looked at your messaging and your brand, and I just remember going, "Ah, oh, perfect! You've got that spot on for a creator." Because especially, like you say, creators love a lot of variety. So I'm sure, for example, nothing excites you more. And correct me again if I'm wrong. Is when you've got a new client, when you've got a new challenge, you could go, "Right, perfect! Let's make that happen. Let's get them to where they are. To, you know, from where they are to where they." they've got that clarity and then it might be a right key, who's next who's next in that way so you're yeah. constantly kind of um, having that creative energy whereas you're the complete different personality and superpower to me like I'm a trader profile so again 
even me knowing that, that's kind of where I like to kind of have a very much more ongoing relationships with clients. Whereas I love having that relationship. I love seeing them from where they are, how they're progressing month on month. And that's kind of and all I do in terms of my coaching packages and even my, my new mastermind that's happening as well. That's kind of where at the heart and the soul of it, knowing my personality and knowing your personality, we can then go, does that actually fit with our brand and even all the way to our products and services as well? It is exciting, you know, when I work with new people because it's getting to understand a completely new person, new business, and you're, you're creating something, inventing something. But I do, I do have a little bit of a mourning period, you know, when I have to let people go and fly yep. off into the world with their new message. <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of miss it, you know, and I, I just, so I do try and stay in touch with people yeah. on social media or whatever. We often become quite friendly, you know, from the work we've gone through. We have to really get to know each other so well. So I often stay in touch with, stay in touch with people and, and really like to see how they're getting on with it. Yeah. But yes, I am, I am constantly, um, constantly doing new things. I get a lot of energy from being with other people, bouncing ideas off yeah. and creating. And so, and because I'm a creator, I've invented something even more new that I'm going to be introducing soon. Ooh, excited <laughs> I'm, to going to doing, I'm going to be doing like VIP, what I like to call a spa day for your business. Yeah. And, um, and I'm just going to get together somewhere lovely um, with one of my clients just for the day and just work through all of this stuff in one day so that they yeah. can understand you know, their positioning and their offer and their difference and their message. And we just work through all that, getting that clarity um, all in one day. So it's, it's, it's that face-to-face physical yeah. energy creating stuff and the day in a beautiful surroundings. And to me, it just sounds like the most perfect day ever. <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely. Sounds amazing. And I love the fact that even when you say that, that plays to your strengths as well. And, and that's why anybody, and again, I've banged on about this many times and you'll hear me talk about it in every single podcast episode, because even if you are like a, a creator profile, like, like Lucy or a trader for me, that will have an impact on your brand. Even, you know, if you're a star profile or if you're a lord or a mechanic or a deal maker, you'd want to know that so that you can then go, well, how does that fit into the heart and soul of your business? So if you haven't already found out what your Wealth Dynamics profile test is or your profile is, please do take the opportunity to do the test. Um, you can find out how to do that over on the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 14. Because like you say, you need to know this stuff so that you can kind of make it fit in with your branding, your messaging before it's too late. Yeah. So let's dive into the people aspect of the formula as well. And you've already talked about your ideal customer and making you the obvious choice. Where do people get in their own way when it comes down to the people side of their customer avatar? Well, most of the time it is with the whole marketing to everybody, yeah, marketing to nobody piece. It's the not wanting to limit it you know to, to niche yourself down and to say actually you know these are my actual ideal clients these are the people i enjoy working with the most these are the people that i can help you know create the most transformation for people get scared they don't want to limit their customers and say actually no no i, I can help everyone i can but again your message is just going to be speaking to nobody so you just you do need to say be brave with your personality be brave with how you talk to those people and just do some work on niching down. Who do I really want to be working with? And the other thing with, with people, you know, in terms of messaging is they don't buy what you do. They buy how you make them feel. Yeah. Totally. So it's making sure that you've, you know, put yourself in the customer's shoes and in your particular people's shoes. And you've thought, how is it that they, you know, that they want to feel and yeah. what is it that I can do for them? People are, are people. They're not objects. Yeah. <laughs> they're not numbers. So <laughs> it's just... It's thinking of people as people, you know, with needs, with feelings, um, who don't buy what you do, they buy how you make them feel. Exactly. Important piece there. 
but then also is how you explain what you do, how you do it, and why that should matter to them, um, which I suppose is the next part. But people are at the core of everything, really. So it's it's looking at yourself, and then it's looking at your people, and it's working out how you marry that together yeah. to make the best messaging for both of you. And I love the fact that it's also reminding ourselves that we get to choose who those people are because it's our choice, it's our business. And I had a conversation on the last podcast episode, um, episode 13 with Matthew Kimberly, where we were talking about, you know, sales and how to sell without selling out. And we talked about that. It's absolutely perfect to repel people in terms of that's not who I work with or that's not my ideal client because then you'll attract the right people in that way without yes. being too vanilla, as you said before. Yeah, yeah. Two vanilla for the mint chocolate chip lovers. Yeah. That's what I <laughs> Anytime I see mint chocolate chip, I'm going to think about you now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> so you've, you've already kind of moved on to the element of how, what, so what. So bring that to life for us in terms of, you know, why that's important and where people tend to go wrong here as well. So, well, people tend to go wrong by just talking about what they do, you know. So it's, it's, it's not just what you do that people are interested in. It's also how you do it, you know, because the way in which you do it is going to is going to appeal to them um, more with some people than it is with others. They're going to make a decision um, on why they should choose you based on, you know, not just what you do, but how you do it. And then also the other elements, too. So, you know, the heart, soul, etc. But the so what piece is you've just got to keep asking yourself, so what? Yeah. Um, It's kind of asking yourself, you know, the reason you exist and why people should care. Um, Keep saying so what? Because if again your message is just to be too blah if somebody can keep questioning it all the time um so it's just answering the why i suppose for them a lot of the time why what the difference is going to make for you why it's going to make a difference uh, why the way in which i do it suits you best um you know what is it about me that means i can really help you um it's, it's 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 pulling all those things together um that actually get you that message well which is why it's heart and soul plus people plus how what so what plus your special source and actually get your message you need all of those elements together to get a message that really works and i love that that so what part has been kind of fundamental for me as well because as you know i do a lot of stuff with business owners which is about how do they transform their mindset but if you think about it business owners don't tend to wake up in the morning and go oh i need to change my mindset i need to fix my mindset they're typically worried about things like oh Am I going to be able to pay the bills? Am I actually progressing? Is this the right decision that I made? Or should I go back into the corporate world in that way? So yes, a lot of what I do is about, you know, the mindset perspective, which makes me different from other traditional business coaches. But I always have to then remember the, so what? What happens when you let go of that limiting belief? What happens when you let go of those things that are holding you back? Then it helps you to rapidly grow your business. Well, what does that look like in your world? And what would be the before and after as well? So definitely, you know, that, that, that missing piece is where they think, why are people not resonating or buying what I am selling? It's because you haven't necessarily done that, that last step. Yeah. You know, people need to understand the outcomes essentially um, and how it's going to make them. So it's the, it's like I said before, it's the practical and the emotional benefits. Yeah. So it's, you know, how it's going to make them feel, what's, what's, what's the emotional benefit of it, but also then the tick box practical stuff. This is what, these are the outcomes you're going to get. And, and you can do outcomes in terms of both feelings and, and practical stuff. But yeah. It's, it is, it's selling the outcomes, selling the solutions, isn't it? It's the solutions to the problems that you're selling and it's selling how you make them feel different and how you do it differently so as to why they should choose you. And then that last piece, the special sauce. So again, if you could bring that to life for us and see, you know, where is it again, people get in their own way in this particular part. 
Well, special sauce, people get in their own way with that is because they just, they can't find it yeah. <laughs> themselves. Um, it's, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's probably a conditional thing where we've been taught not to boast and show off and, and whatever. But when you're so close to what you do and you're so close to yourself and you can, as you know, be, because um, you did a podcast about this recently, you know, you can be your own worst critic, can't you? And you can yeah. be um, really giving yourself a hard time. And people need to, well, to use your phrase, they need to get out of their own way, you know, yeah. and let somebody help tease out that special source. And really, you know, it's, it's looking at all the elements. So it's all the stuff that we've looked at, the heart and soul, there'll be special source in there. It's also, you know, the way you deliver something, that's part of your special source. It's also um, your tone, your spirit, your character, um, how you communicate, that's all part of it. Obviously, the so what part, that's all part of it. And it's, it's combining all those things together to find what sets you apart and to find out what's your unique selling point and find out what you're, what's special about you. And people just find it hard to find out what's special about them themselves because I think sometimes they don't even want to believe it until yeah. somebody's actually said, no, but this really is what's special about you. You know, it's, I don't know. I think it must be a mindset thing. Um, but it's, yeah, it is hard for people to pull that stuff out for themselves because you're just too close to yourself. You're too close to what you do to see how amazing other people think you are. Definitely. And I love, I'm sitting here chuckling away because that special sauce here, that, that part that you say, it is so hard for you just to identify yourself. Obviously we can see elements of it when we can start to look at, you know, again, your personality, your wealth dynamics profile and your values. But I remember quite clearly um, a good few times over the years, people have actually said to me, even coaches, my coaches and clients and people around me have said, you genuinely care about your clients. And I'm like, uh-huh. I was like, well, does everybody not genuinely care about their clients? Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 but you actually genuinely care about your clients. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. And then one of my peers and a really good friend of mine, um, she kept referring people to me. And a good couple of years ago, I asked her to do a website review for me, which was great because she, again, is a star profile. So she came from it, from it from a completely different angle. And she said something to me that was so important, but made me kind of question it as well for a minute going, seriously, is that right? What she said is she, whenever she would refer people to my website, she would actually say to them, you know when you go on his website and you see him standing against that brick wall looking all dragon's den like just ignore that picture because that's not really this man he's so much more caring he's so much more you know compassionate so just ignore that picture and i'm like seriously i was like i love that picture it looks all you know dragon's den and urban yeah. and she's like and she's like but it's actually not really you because if you look at it it's like you're kind of looking down on people and there's not that warm connection with people and I looked at it and I was like oh okay I thought that was a great picture and then I started to ask a couple of my clients and a couple of clients said actually I really like the picture but that's because I know you but if I didn't know you I can see what you mean. It is quite yeah. a standoffish kind of picture and then when I changed it and obviously I've got new branding and stuff that was a big part in terms of actually, I want to make it more who I am, just, you know, sitting there with a cup of tea and on a sofa, for example, because that's kind of what I'm like. So it's just so funny because we can have our own idea of what we think's right. But until you get that feedback or from other people, that's where you can actually just get it slightly, you know, not positioned in the best way because you could be missing the trick. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that because it, it so speaks to brand before logo, doesn't yeah. it? Because, it, you know, it's really, if you really understand, you know, all of these pieces, you know, the heart and the soul and the special source and all of that, and you really know, like you said, you know, 
actually you're a warm, caring person and you need that to come across in your picture, but it wasn't actually coming across in that picture. You might have liked it because you know yeah. who you are. But, um, but yeah, so that's why it's so important to know this, pre, do this pre-work because it actually then really helps inform the style of your brand. Yeah. Because once you know, you know, all about your heart, soul, you know, all about your people, you, you know, you know, the whole messaging piece, you've done your pre-work, you've done your positioning, you know what you've got to offer. You know then what's going to appeal, you know, and you know how to, you, you can then learn how to communicate that visually, not just with words too. Now, a lot of people think about communicating things visually, or maybe they don't think about it, they just get some visuals. But if you really think about how you want to communicate something visually, you've got to have that brief. The designer or the photographer or whatever needs to have that brief. And this pre-work is just the perfect brief to get all the elements of your brand right. You know, and I would say the style part comes after you've done this work. For sure. And again, that then makes it so much easier and even more fun because you can then go, does that actually connect with what your message is and what you want that brand to be like as well? And because you're really clear, you've got that clarity. Yeah, which is why a lot of people go back and redo it because... You know, they start somewhere and they, you know, they don't, they don't realize the importance of the pre-work part. They start somewhere and then they go, oh yeah, no, I probably do need to go back and revisit that. And it's a shame that, you, you know, we can't fend all these people off right at the beginning and go, please don't spend a thousand pounds on a new website. <laughs> Not yet. Wait till you figure a few more things out, then spend the money, you know. So we obviously could talk for, for hours and hours on this topic. And, and obviously, I love the fact that we've got a similar journey in terms of coming from the corporate world, like many of my clients and, and starting their own businesses and growing them. Do you have any examples for you, Lucy, in terms of where you've had to personally get out your way to get your business growing the way it has? Well, I, I do have to step out of my comfort zone all the time. And I've had to force myself to do that. I think uh, to begin with, I was it was easy to hide online in you know in, in circles of content um yeah. but without really putting yourself out there and getting more visible and i've had to do that and you know and it's things like just coming on podcasts yeah. and just you know getting out and talking to people i just get it even though i'm a creator i'm not a star yeah um, in terms of my profile so i do even though people say god but you're so confident and you're this and you're that i still got all the inner gremlins like normal people have got that say yeah. oh but what if you forget what you're going to say oh what if it doesn't come out right blah 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 so it's been mindset really um that i've had to work a reasonable amount on just to keep myself going and to stop my inner critic and to just be brave and push myself out of my comfort zone and say right i'm going to do a facebook live right i'm going to go on a podcast i set up a facebook group actually which which has been lovely because it's a lovely warm group and I, I set it up for the purpose of um working alone doesn't need to be lonely it's, it's the business owners conversation club and I set that up because I felt like I needed I needed a community of business owners to talk to so I didn't feel so alone and I thought well there's got to be other people out there feeling yeah. like that too who you know who need other people to bounce ideas off you haven't got a team anymore um so I set that community up and actually that really that really helped me feel like I'm not in it on my own there's other people I can go to and talk to um, so that, that, I think that helps with sort of confidence and community um, and then being brave about just, you know, being more visible. They've definitely been things that I've, I've had to do because, you, you know, nobody knows you're there unless you're out there telling people that you're there. That's the problem. You know, there's too much out there on the Internet. There's so much noise yeah. um, that you've got to you've got to find your ways to find your audience and talk to them and cut through the Exactly. And I think that's so important. We talked about that as again with Matthew about, you know, you're not going to have a business that's going to grow if you don't get yourself out there. 
but how do you do that in a way that actually resonates with you and your audiences is what we've been banging on about during this episode and also on the last one as well. So I love the fact it's became a bit of a, a mini series this as well. We obviously could talk for ages, but and I'm sure people here are sitting here going, right, I want to find out more about Lucy. So where can people find out about you and what you do to take that next step forward? Uh, well, my website is startingconversations.co.uk. So you can you can find me there. All my contact details are there. Um, but I'm also on LinkedIn. You'll find me as Lucy Griffin Stiff on LinkedIn um, and in my Facebook group, the Business Owners Conversation Club. And I'll put all those links in the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 14. So Lucy, thank you. Thank you for your time and all those golden nuggets. I absolutely love that formula. So you'll find that formula as well. I'll put that on the show notes so that people can really look at, well, where are they doing well in just now and where do they need to fine tune or overhaul? And definitely I'd recommend that you get in touch with Lucy and continue that conversation or even start that conversation with Lucy as well. Yeah, I love it. Start the conversation with Lucy. Thank you. Perfect. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.